This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, an omnibus spending package has now passed the House and Senate. We've got some of the details on what it calls for. The Navy's vaccine mandate will be front and center in a court hearing today. And a federal contractor working for USAID is killed in Ukraine. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress seeks updates on the state of the federal workforce in its $1.5 trillion omnibus spending deal. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. The spending package for the rest of fiscal 2022 requires the Office of Management and Budget and the Office of Personnel Management to brief the Appropriations Committees on the challenges agencies face getting qualified federal employees hired in a reasonable amount of time. The omnibus also requires OPM to develop a government-wide human capital strategy focused on the current state of the federal STEM workforce, as well as anticipated STEM talent needs. The omnibus also directs OPM to increase the number of interns that work in the federal government over a three-year period. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. The omnibus spending bill also includes new money and authorities for a key cyber agency. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The fiscal 2022 spending agreement includes $2.6 billion for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. That's more than $500 million above CIS's 2021 budget. The bill provides the biggest increase for CIS's Cybersecurity Operations Program including a $120 million increase for threat hunting on federal networks. Lawmakers also included language that would require critical infrastructure companies to report cyber attacks to CISA. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. The IRS gets its largest budget increase in decades as part of the omnibus spending package from House and Senate appropriators. The bill gives the agency a $12.6 billion budget for the rest of the fiscal year. That's a more than 5% increase from current levels. The spending deal would also give the IRS direct hiring authority, which would allow the agency to hire employees quickly to deal with its current backlog of tax returns and correspondence. IT modernization funding takes a big hit in the omnibus spending bill. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Lawmakers zeroed out new funding for the Technology Modernization Fund while also reducing totals for other key government-wide pools of money. In the fiscal 2022 omnibus spending bill released Tuesday, Congress didn't heed the Biden administration's request for $500 million for the TMF, nor the House's initial funding plan of $50 million. Additionally, the IT Oversight and Reform, or ITOR, fund at OMB saw a cut to $8 million from the $12.5 million it received in 2021. GSA's Federal Citizen Services Fund also didn't see a plus-up over 2021 numbers. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Congress is upping the military's budget higher than expected. Here's Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Congress's omnibus spending bill would give the military $782 billion for 2022. That package is $4 billion more than what the Defense Authorization Act suggests and about $30 billion more than what the White House requested. More than $13 billion of those funds would go to aid Ukraine. The bill supports a 2.7% pay increase for troops and funds 13 new ships for the Navy. That's five more than the service requested in its budget. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. 
A federal court in Florida will hear arguments today on a vaccine mandate case that the Navy says has effectively put one of its guided missile destroyers out of commission. The ship's commanding officer has refused the Navy's orders to get vaccinated against COVID-19, but Judge Stephen Mary Day ruled last month that the Navy cannot remove him from command because his objections are protected by the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The Navy says it will not deploy the destroyer with the current commander in charge and that the court order keeping him in place is an extraordinary intrusion on military decisions. Whistleblowers from the intelligence community get new protections under the omnibus funding legislation members of Congress have agreed to. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Among the updates, clarification that all elements of the IC are included in protections already in place, and clarification that whistleblowers can call out mismanagement and not just gross mismanagement. The legislation gives the IC Inspector General sole authority to determine whether disclosures are of urgent concern, but left out, according to a reading by the Project on Government Oversight, certain confidentiality safeguards and aligning the burden of proof test so it matches that of Title V whistleblowers. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. At least one federal contractor working for the U.S. Agency for International Development has died as a result of the Russian war against Ukraine. Kimonix International CEO Jamie Butcher said on LinkedIn the staff member was killed near Kiev while trying to get medicine for her mother. Valeria Maxeska, her mother, and her driver all died when their car was fired on by a Russian tank. Ms. Maxeska was a procurement officer for one of the company's Ukraine programs. The Transportation Security Administration has a plan for the next generation of identity technologies. TSA released its Identity Management Roadmap this week. The agency says it vets 3 million individuals at airports every day, and it wants to improve the traveler experience while still reducing risks to transportation systems. TSA says technologies like digital IDs, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and blockchain could play an important role in new identity management solutions. The Air Force activates a new school for civilian leadership at its Air University. The Leadership Development School will focus on civilian-centric professional development across the Air Force. The center will oversee various levels of development courses ranging from beginning to advanced. Civilians can also get associate and undergraduate degrees. And the Biden administration takes an important step to fill two key roles at the Veterans Affairs Department. The White House says the president plans to nominate Sharif El-Nahal to be the Undersecretary for Health in the Veterans Health Administration and Ray Jefferson to be the Undersecretary for Benefits for the Veterans Benefits Administration. El-Nahal is a physician and served as president and CEO of University Hospital in Newark, New Jersey. Jefferson is a former appointee during the Obama administration as the Assistant Secretary for Veterans Employment and Training at the Department of Labor. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.